Hello there. Welcome to the Crump Talks podcast. On today's episode, your host, King Crump, talks about patience and... <laughs> I can't even fucking talk like that. Um, on today's episode of the podcast, though, man, I'm talking about patience and kind of my journey with patience over the past 18 months since I quit my job. I use some comparisons to oak trees and bamboo and shit, man. I, I don't know. I just talk my shit. So while you listen to this podcast, man, I just want to say thanks, be patient, and be like Fonzie. Come on, Yolanda, what's Fonzie like? Cool. What? Cool. Correct mundo. And that's what we're going to be. We're going to be Yo, cool. yo, yo. Thanks again for tuning in to the Crump Talks podcast. I'm your host, King Crump, um, which you already knew because I already had the introduction, so allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Crump. I'm going to rhymes for you, but shout out to Jigga. Um, today, I just want to talk to you guys about patience and how I think patience for me has been. Um, if we were looking at like a Madden or NBA 2K or ladies, I don't know what you use to rate players or celebrities, whatever. But if I had to look at a list of my attributes and um, rate myself, patience for me would be at the top of the list. And I really believe that patience is a skill. It's something that we hone over time. We understand how to be patient, when to be patient, what patience looks like. Because patience, contrary to popular belief, I don't think patience is just waiting, is just sitting, is doing nothing. I don't think it's that at all. I think patience is a choice and it is an active thing that we can do. One of my favorite quotes is from Benjamin Franklin. And um, I've used this quote for a lot of different things like when I worked at uh, Roseville Middle School shout out to you guys but when I worked there man every year we'd have to have like quotes for the end of the year like if you could tell a kid anything oftentimes my quotes would be a variation of this Benjamin Franklin quote where he says he that can have patience can have what he will meaning that if you can be patient you can have anything you want in this world by and large um, now I'm not saying okay be patient and you'll be the president like there's certain things that just aren't for us right and that's not to say that we're not good enough for those things but we're just not in the position for that to be the reality like i could tell you be patient and you'll go to the nba well how old are you how tall are you you know what i mean what is your ceiling like what is your athletic skill set i can't just be patient and then get to the nfl i'm about to be 35 years old anything professional sports related for me is out the window, out the door. Now, now, if this were 20 years ago, my advice to myself was, oh, young Crump, you want to go to the NFL? Well, cool. Be patient. And when I say be patient, I'm not saying don't do anything. It's just like, okay, make your plan, formulate your plan, work that plan, and be patient and allow the results to happen. It's not about just being there, just sitting still. No, no, not at all. Patience is an active skill. It requires you to do something, even if doing that something is just waiting for the outcome of something else. And with all of that being said, um, how I want to talk to you guys about patience today really revolves around uh, my own journey, really like going on two years now. About two years ago, I quit my full-time job, um, worked in Roseville Public Schools. By and large, I loved the work I did, um, at least as far as Love the community I worked with. 
And when I say the community I worked with, I mean the kids. I think there was a lot of adults that I worked with that were phenomenal humans um, that were there for all the right reasons and just dope people. I also worked with a lot of shit bags and systemically there was a lot of problems that I encountered, man, that for me just weren't it. You know what I mean? I'm like, OK, I've done my thing here. This has ran its course for me. I want to start my own businesses and there's visions that I have. So quit the job. And when I quit, a lot of people were asking me, well, Crump, how are you going to maintain? How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to do this, that and the other? You know what I mean? And really, because a lot of people need jobs like they need to have the security of one job, one income. Um, it I get it. You know, I really do get it. But for me, I was just like, OK, this ain't it. And I took a leap of faith, got a part time job at a company that um, that had some good benefits. And just offered offered a healthy work environment for me without having to work a shit ton of hours. But then it's like, OK, I made a plan. And the way I look at plans, um, I want to credit a lot of it to my maternal grandfather. Super dope guy, World War Two vet, school teacher, um, master gardener and just dope fucking grandfather, man. So one of the things he taught me about was gardening. I would go out and help him in his garden all the time when I would uh, be at my grandparents' house when I was a kid. And the thing I learned about gardening, I mean, it is all about patience, right? But it's also about diligence. Like the diligence comes hand in hand with the patience. Now, okay, we're going to plant some seeds. Cool. You need to prepare to plant those seeds. And actually, even prior to preparing, you have to have a plan. How are you going to approach it? So you prepare to, to plant the seeds. You might wash your hands. You might get the soil ready. You might get the tools. You might get the tools that you need, right? You plant. You, you cover it back up. You ensure that everything is where it needs to be according to your plan. And then this is where diligence comes in. This is where patience comes in. The plant isn't going to germinate tomorrow. And, um, and I guess basically the plant is not going to come out of the seed tomorrow right it's not gonna sprout from the dirt tomorrow you're not gonna see the results of that planting right away and depending on what it is you're planting you might not see it for a long time it might be years it might be years before you really see the type of growth that you expect from that plant or that you desire from that plant and a perfect comparison to me man um for this and i guess i don't even want to say comparison analogy metaphor is Chinese bamboo with Chinese bamboo. And this is something that I've heard from multiple motivational speakers. Um, I've heard it from martial arts instructors and I've heard it from some of my wiser football coaches, actually. Um, shout out to the smart football coaches I've had. I've had quite a few, man. I've been fortunate, actually. But Chinese bamboo, you can plant it and you can do everything you're supposed to do, right? Do it for a year. Perfect soil, perfect sunlight perfect watering schedule, the conditions can be perfect. You're not going to see any growth above ground. Same thing for year two, followed by year three, year four. Then all of a sudden year five comes around and you've been consistent. You've been diligent. You've been patient with your schedule, with that plan for ensuring that you're doing everything you're supposed to do for that plant. Well, year five, they say that these things can grow up to 80 feet tall. I've even seen some places say 90 feet tall. And um, and this is not like in the whole year that it takes it to grow. 
they say that this growth occurs in a six week period, that these trees are growing at a rate of up to four feet per day. And keep this in mind, this is all after what we perceive to be not growing for five years. So they go from nothing over the course of five years to six weeks. These things are 80, 90 feet tall. Now think about that in the context of patients. You're patient for five years, watering your bamboo tree, nurturing your bamboo tree, making sure that all the conditions are right, making sure that there's no pests around to, to mess with the soil, to dig up the soil, to whatever. That patience is rewarded in spades during that six week period where, oh shit, this thing is now 80, 90 feet tall, right? Now for me, where this is really big is when I look at my plan for my life. I was working a job where, although it was fulfilling in the sense of giving back to a community, giving back to my community, which I fucking love and I still try to be active in my community, but it was also draining and I wasn't going where I wanted to go. That was not the life I envisioned for myself. And so I had to sit, sit down and make a plan. Okay, Rob, this is what we're gonna do. I created a four year plan, which nothing has went according to that plan. Um, but I guess with that being said, there's a, a old Chinese saying in regards to bamboo in that the bamboo that bends is stronger than the bamboo that breaks. So for me, I had to bend with the wind, right? I couldn't just be concrete in this plan that I had. Nah, man, I got a plan, but it's more about the end goal for me. How I'm going to get there. This is how I outline it. And sometimes I got to bend to to the condition, to the circumstances. But I quit my job, man, and shit's been shit was tough. I will say for probably about the first first 12 months, it was tough. And now I'm 18 months in and not to say by any stretch that things are easy, but I'm starting to see some growth. Right. All those plans that I'd made. I'm like, OK, I'm going to get into modeling and acting and try to be in commercials. The first year I didn't land a single role. I'm not I don't know how to be charismatic on demand. Um, in a room full of people. It just feels weird to me. It's not organic for me. So I had to practice. I'm like, okay, let's nurture this. Let's let's get better. Every audition, let's not let's not worry if we don't get the fucking role. Such is life, man. You're not gonna get everything. Nobody does. Um But let's get better. Let's learn from every time we, we have an audition. Let's watch the people that are successful at this. And this year, the past six months, I've been an extra in a couple movies. Um, I'll be in a couple commercials. There were some Final Four promos because the Final Four was in Minneapolis this year. I landed a couple things for that. And this is just due to my diligence. And by no stretch of the imagination for me is modeling and acting. That's not my end goal. That's just a revenue stream for me. Having multiple revenue streams for me is necessary in that it allows me to be flexible. For me, more like a nine to five is not a flexible thing for me. It's like, okay, I have to be here from this time to this time. Now all my revenue streams are flexible. I do some investing. I do some ride share driving, Lyft and Uber. I do personal training. I have a part-time job that allows me to have benefits but work seasonally. For me, being flexible is a huge part of my plan because what I'm building needs me to be able to be flexible now so that I can build. And 
I think even along the lines of we're talking about planting, right? Think about an acorn, right? We've all seen them. A lot of us may have oak trees in our yard. The oak tree is inherent in the acorn. The acorn is gonna become the oak tree. That's just a matter of fact. You plant it, you give it the right soil, the right watering, the right conditions. That acorn is an oak tree. It just happens to be in seed form. That's how I perceive my, my life, right? Like I'm a fucking oak tree, man. Shit might look like an acorn now, but we're not looking at it the same. I've been being patient. I've been making sure that my acorn is watered. I've been making sure to keep the, the fucking squirrels away, the rodents away, the pests away. Keep all that shit away and be diligent. And I'm starting to see growth. Now, the oak tree and the bamboo don't grow the same. Right. They don't they don't fruit the same. Nothing about them is the same. The bamboo has been in the ground for five years and then, bam, six weeks, that thing is 80 feet tall. Oak trees grow a lot differently than that. That doesn't mean that one is inherently better than the other. It just means that they're two completely different things. And so with that being said, my plan for my life isn't going to look like anybody else's. It shouldn't look like anybody else's because the outcomes that I want my end goals don't look like anybody's I've ever seen, right? Like at all. And for me, things weren't overnight where I'm just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I have this master plan. No, nah, it took some time. I really had to sit down. I was at my job and just not happy. And when I realized that, I had to just sit and think. I'm like, okay, crump, man, what do you, what do you love to do? What do you enjoy? And I started writing that stuff down, brainstorming about that. And I'm like, okay. This is what you want to do at, at the end of the day. And I can get there multiple different ways, but I knew that I wasn't happy at my job. So I'm like, well, I'm not. I know what my end goal is. And now it took me a couple months to really plan out what it was I wanted to do, who I wanted to become. But once I did that, it was pretty easy. If it's not serving me and becoming that person, if it's not getting me closer to becoming that person, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to entertain it. So with my job in the public school system, yeah, I loved it. And I guess even in addition to the public school system, I was teaching graduate level classes at a university here. Um, St. Mary's University, shout out to them. Great staff, great people, great students. Um, but nothing about that career path was furthering my path. It wasn't getting me closer to becoming that oak tree that I am, you know. And when I decided to quit my jobs, quit that career, it... um. It was weird for a lot of people close to me because they perceived it as me being successful. It's like, oh, shit, you're you're making good money in the school system. You're doing consulting and contract gigs with multiple different school districts. You're teaching at the university like that's success. They thought that was me as the oak tree. Right. They thought that that was the end goal is to go and do that work for 30, 40 years, retire and then enjoy life um for me that wasn't it though as much as that work is important and valuable and shout out to those that do that kind of work that's not for me that's not my dream that's not who i want to become that's not how i want to be known that might have been me as a maple tree you know and i could have been a damn good maple tree but if i'm not a fucking maple tree if that's not who i am so i had to dig that up 
and replant, right? I had to change my conditions. And now over the last year, like, yeah, I had to start over. And that shit can be tough, man, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from. If you've went so far down a path, all it takes for you to get on the right path is to turn around. And that's what I've done. And now this oak tree is beginning to manifest because I've been planting it. I've been nurturing it. I've been tending it. And I'm seeing the growth. I'm seeing the progress. I'm landing these commercial gigs, which, I mean, as weird as that shit is, it pays really well. And all it's taken for me has been patience and diligence. Being patient with the process, understanding that I have to do the work behind the scenes. If I want to make some money doing some acting or some modeling, well, Rob, let's let's work on getting out of our shell. Let's work on being able to smile and play some sort of role at the drop of a hat just because somebody snaps their finger and says, hey, do this. It's like, fuck it. I can do that because you're going to pay me. And that gets me closer to where I need to be. And I guess, man, I really want to wrap up because I know I'm approaching approaching 17 minutes or so. And really just and really, I just want to bring it back to that Benjamin Franklin quote. He who can have patience can have what he will. Um, Having patience, you can have whatever in the fuck you want to if you can be patient. Now, here's also a key thing about that quote. When Franklin says can have what he will. That will does not mean, oh, what you desire. It's like, no, your will, what you manifest. If you can be patient, you can have what you manifest. So decide what it is you want in your life, whatever the fuck that is, man. You're trying to secure the bag and get a great job. You're trying to get this girl's attention or that guy's attention. You're trying to get a fucking house on the hill with a white picket fence and a, and a dog. And I mean, in my case, two, three wives, like I'm not going to bullshit you. But a wife and you want if you want that kind of stuff, right? Like you have to manifest it. You have to will it. You have to plant that that acorn, that seed, and you have to tend to it. You have to be diligent in your patience in order to be be able to will what it is you want into existence. Um, so just remember, man, your patience isn't for not is not just to wait and let shit happen to you. It's no wait while you impose your will upon your life right like this life is your canvas to paint make sure you're doing what the fuck you need to do paint it how you want to paint it and be patient maybe you want red but you don't have any red paint yet well be patient go get some fucking red paint right and that red paint being whatever it is you want for your life go get that um like always though man i appreciate you guys i love you thank you If there's things you want to talk about, things you want me to talk about, holler at me. Um, If you got my number, text me. Hit me on the gram, cuh, at dot, excuse me, at king dot crump. And crump is with a motherfucking C. For all y'all that like to spell it with a K, it's with a C. Feel me? Um, But yeah, man, I'm out. Peace.